Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know you have other things you could be doing, so I'm very grateful. Hopefully it gets you through part of your day and makes it a little more enjoyable. Dishes, laundry, cleaning, driving up and down the road, conference period, lunchtime, getting ready in the morning, winding down in the evening. I'm glad you're here. It's uh, nice to have a little bit of community here. Not a lot on the homestead. The rain that we talked about on the last podcast, I think, is it looks like it's going to be pretty pretty good rain, So, which is good for our tanks. I think I told y'all earlier this year we had one of them that got completely dry for a little while. I'd never seen that before in that particular tank. So this will be useful for sure. Although the birds, I don't think, are a big fan of the rain. (laughs) Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, the people that listen to it, and share it, be with them and their families, please. Guide them, bless them, strengthen their faith. Give us all wisdom, Lord, and courage, and a strong faith. Give us assurance. Help us to trust you more, to turn to you more, not as a last resort, but as our top priority each day, not after we get done with TV and phones and sports and try and cram you in at the end, but first and action as our actual first priority. Guide our nation back to you, Lord. Be with our leaders. Give them wisdom and courage and a strong faith as well. And guide my words here, Father, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So we've got some other stuff to do today, but I wanted to go back real quickly and read through a few of these Washington's rules kind of skip around some. Wherein you reprove another, be unblameable yourself. For example, is more prevalent than precepts. You know, that was something the Marine Corps always hammered. And my parents, too, thankfully, was lead by example. If you're going to expect something whether it's in the positive or the negative, right? If you expect somebody to do something or not do something, then you have a responsibility to do that yourself. doesn't mean, folks, by the way, that you haven't been guilty of of that sin in the past. You know, I've, I've said this on the podcast often. I think it applies so well. Sometimes the very best person to talk to about avoiding becoming an alcoholic 
is a recovered alcoholic because they know how dark and deep that pit is. They've been there. And and they can tell you exactly what happens on that path. And And sometimes that's the very best person is one who's fallen into that sin to try and warn others from following their steps. They know the pain. They know the heartache. They know the problems that it's caused. By the same token, on the positive side of that, if you want to talk to somebody about running a marathon, for example, one of the best people to talk to is somebody that's actually run a marathon. And and that's just a simple example, but it applies across the board. One thing, real quick, just because it's so important, because we're struggling so much today across the country, is if you want a great marriage in your life, if you want to do a really good job in your and who you choose for a spouse when you're dating, if you're in that position, or if you're already married, the best thing to do is to look outside of God's word and his, his commands for marriage is to look at those who have a great marriage. To look at an example, right? <clears throat> All right. Be not hasty to believe flying reports, rumors, gossip, to the disparagement of any. How guilty are we of that? We hear something and it sounds really good. And we go, man, that, that has to be true. Even if it's not true, I want to believe it's true. Right? We're all, and, and we, want to, we want to know, or we want to be in the know, right? And so we want to, want to tell somebody else about it. <laughs> Lord knows I've been guilty of that myself. Let your conversation be without malice or envy, for tis a sign of tractable, humble, and commendable nature, and in all causes of passion permit reason to govern. We would be a lot better off today uh, if we would allow logic and reason in. The financial situation of our country is a real simple example. You know, as an individual, especially those of us who have done this before, maxed out a credit card and had to deal with the interest and the payments, you have to, as an individual, live on a budget. You have to. You can't spend more than you make year after year after year. You can keep it up for a little while, maybe even a couple years. But at some point, the creditors are going to come calling. At some point, people are going to start to repossess the things that you've purchased, whether that's cars or boats or house or land. It doesn't matter. At some point, the charade is going to end. And, and the longer it goes on, the more painful it's going to be when it ends. And that's exactly what we're doing as a country, financially. You can't spend money you don't have. And printing money, like we do in the United States, is not money that we have. That's making money that we don't have. 
And it doesn't work that way, folks. You can't just print money endlessly. All that does is devalue the currency. And we're not tied to gold anymore. There's no standard. There's no backing of the dollar. And so, uh, just this idea, folks, it's just not logical. And so if we would apply reason, right? The, the transgender is another perfect example. Logically, you can't be a woman as a man just because you want to be, just because you pretend to be. That doesn't make you a woman. If you have XY chromosomes in your body, in every cell of your body, you're a dude. You're a guy. And nothing, no amount of pretending and makeup and dresses and, and fairy tale land stories is ever going to change that. Or surgeries. You're still going to have XY chromosomes in every cell in your body. Here's one I wanted to read. Oh, in your apparel, be modest and endeavor to accommodate nature rather than to procure admiration. Keep to the fashion of your equals, such as are civil and orderly with respect to time and places. I just thought it was good again about the way we dress, folks. It matters. It matters. Speak not injurious words, neither in jest nor earnest. Scoff at none, although they give occasion. Just leave that one there. Be not apt to relate no news if you know not the truth thereof. So don't tell people stuff if you don't know it. Lord knows I've been guilty of this in my life. We say stuff and we act as if it's 100% true, right? But we don't know. We don't really know. But we act as if we do and we pass it on as if we do. This one, <laughs> I'm going to read it anyway. Think before you speak. Pronounce not imperfectly, nor bring out your words too hastily, but orderly and distinctly. How many times does our mouth run away before we really think about what we're saying? There was a young lady that I went to college with, and she was the first person that I heard say this. I'm, I'm sure it was not an original thought in society. It may have been original to her in the sense that she hadn't heard it before, but she always said, Think, speak, think, speak. And if we would just take about 10 seconds sometimes and stop talking and think about what we're fixing to say, it would save us a world of heartache and pain and trouble. And you know it's true. You know the times in your life, you can think of them right now, where you have run away with your mouth 
and it has gotten you into trouble. It doesn't matter whether it's with friends or enemies or parents or your spouse or your children. When you have, especially when we get emotional and we just want to say something, to twist the knife a little bit somehow, and then we say it. And once it's out there, folks, I didn't realize the truth of this lesson from my mother. I still don't quite fully comprehend it, but I've got a lot better clue now than I did when I was a teenager or a young man. My mother told me for years, once you say that stuff, it's out there forever. And that was before the age of phones. She just literally meant once those words are spoken, there's something about them that puts them out into the universe and you can't take them back. And today that's even more literal with the phones. Once you text something, folks, like Snapchat is a great example, right? You take a picture, you send something, and then it disappears, right? Do you think it really disappears? I mean, that's great if it does. That's wonderful if it's truly not stored anywhere and it's just gone. Although it still falls into the category of once you've shown it to somebody, sent something, that picture at least, if nothing else, is housed in their brain. But everything we do today, folks, almost, especially for those of y'all that are young, listening to this podcast, whether you're in junior high or high school, everything you do is recorded today. I didn't have to grow up with that. That's a burden that I didn't have to carry, and it's a big burden. Don't think that you can send stuff out there and nobody's going to remember it. Pretty good rule of thumb, folks, is if you're about to send something and, and you're not okay with everybody in the world saying it, probably don't send it. And I've been guilty, Lord, I've been guilty of it myself. I'm still guilty of it sometimes. I don't even want to look back at my emails and texts from years ago. Just wish I could erase them all. But if you're not comfortable with everybody in the world saying it, probably a good idea not to send it. And I need, I need that spoken to me as much as to y'all. Speak not evil of the absent, for it is unjust. How often are we willing to make nasty comments about others when they're not there? How often are we really, or are we willing to talk poorly about others when they're not there? Something that we would never say if they were there. And I know that we've got most of this podcast done already. We'll just keep going through some of these. They're really good. The father of our nation. He wrote this at age 15, right? How many of us at age 30 or 40 or 50 or even 60 in the nation today or 70 would sit down and write 110 lessons for civility? And have anywhere close to the usefulness of some of these. Lord knows I certainly wouldn't have. Be not curious to know the affairs of others, 
neither approach those that speak in private. <laughs> There's a scene out of the Chronicles of Narnia, one of them, where one of the <clears throat> main characters gets a chance to look in a magical book and it shows her her friends when she's not around. And she's so excited because she misses him. Uh, but she's been warned not to mess with this book. And so in the scene that opens before her, she sees her friends talking poorly about her. And she gets so hurt and so upset. And and the I think it's the owner of the book comes in and catches her looking at it and says, you know, there's just some things that are better left alone. And, and now that you know this about your friends, you're never going to be able to unknow it. There's a lot of times, folks, when we shouldn't be quite as curious to know the affairs of others. Undertake not what you cannot perform, but be careful to keep your promise. It reminds me of, uh, I think it's a proverb. I can't remember where this comes out of in the Bible anymore, but they're talking about the fact that if you're going to, if you're going to build, right? If you've got a building you want, you're going to sit down and count the cost first, right? Otherwise, because if you don't, you might get it half finished and then everybody's going to laugh at you. Don't just jump into things and then, oh, we'll figure it out. Unless you're willing to have figuring it out possibly mean that you just don't get finished, right? When you speak of God or his attributes, let it be seriously and with reverence. Honor and obey your natural parents, although they be poor. Honor and obey your parents. Sounds an awful lot like one of the Ten Commandments. When you speak of God, let it be seriously and with reverence. That sounds an awful lot like the opposite of taking God's name in vain. It's interesting how much this country that we live in that has been the greatest country in the world is supposed to be secular with this supposed wall uh, that the Supreme Court twisted this phrase in 1947 to mean what it doesn't mean. But they made up this thing, right, where we're not supposed to have any faith, Christian faith, in our politics, constitutions, government, courts. And yet when you look back at the history, like we do in this podcast, you see the exact opposite constantly. It's almost like the people today don't know what they're talking about. Or they're lying. Let your recreations be manful, not sinful. Oh... I got to sit on this one for a minute. Do we have enough time? Oh, we don't have much time. I'm going to read one more real quick. Labor to keep alive in your breast that little spark of celestial fire called conscience. And there's some other just really great ones, folks. Um, if you want to go through and read them. I want to go back real quick. Let your recreations be manful and not sinful. Let me tell you... One of the things that pops in my mind when I read that is, A, 
be manful. If you're a man, be a man. If you're a woman, be a woman. If you want to be treated like a man, act like one. If you want to be treated like a lady, act like one. Be feminine or be masculine, right? But our entertainment today, not simple. How often do we listen to something, music, read something, a book, watch something on TV, movies, our phones, that's sinful as a recreation? And then we think it's not going to affect us. That's not very manful, most folks. That's, that's pretty cowardly, really. And we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. We need to really start to think and change the way we act about what we do for entertainment. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.